Hello, my wee fire sprites. Welcome back. Hey, all. We wow. have another Watch app here for you. This is Dina. Will and Rachel are with me in this moment on the screens. We are. Of course. <laughs> of course. But emotionally here with me. I hope everybody is getting super cozy, wozy. Get your blankets, get your candles, get your tea. Or like maybe you're out driving or going grocery shopping and like that's fine too, but like get cozy in your heart if so. Yes. Because yeah. we have a fantastic episode for you today. As the Lord commanded, get cozy in your heart. <laughs> yeah. As the Lord commanded, exactly. get cozy in your heart for some makeup sex because <laughs> <laughs> wow. we all just need to cuddle up and gear up to talk about <laughs> some pretty rough and tumble. Yeah. Take things off with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, it's a, okay. Wow. <laughs> Guys. I'm I, I don't mean to like get ahead of ourselves, but like I'm I think I'm pretty down. You're pretty oh, down. Yes, yes, yes. You're yeah, yeah. spiced up. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty no, down. If I had to guess, we're gonna be like three for three of us like down with the scene, but let's only time will tell. Yes. Like right now. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. <laughs> right. Will. Okay. Speak. Wow. So let's just let's just get to it. We don't need to deny ourselves anything at this point. No, we've really we're no longer it. in the Garden of Eden. We don't have to No, we've passed to that. Abstain. We've been cast from thence. So Hunt and Bryce are still mad about each other about the lot well right hunt is mad at bryce about the lies bryce is mad at hunt about question mark unclear maybe she feels guilty about the lies so she stays at work all day trying not to go home little did she know he's just waiting outside work in his sunball cap like waiting so for smart of him again yeah. boy has two brain cells but he really used one of them this no time. he has some good like instincts yeah when it comes to romance okay so they go in allegedly to start researching about new demons like in the in the archive right because there's like new demons that came yeah. up and hunt needs to you know yeah something something but really what they're doing is they start playing aggressive footsie and they talk <laughs> about you know geopolitics they talk about the whole emile now cooper situation long enough that the tension is easing her foot is just like kind of going up and down his leg and like all these little I was like, things like if we're setting the scene here they're like in this archive museum yeah. library there's like probably there's probably like a big oak desk like it's dark out everybody's left everyone's right? gone there's still hours until her boss of the owl comes to start there's probably his like a work few night. like dim lights like the shit is wow. romantic yeah. and ready as fuck for what's what's about to go down Bryce sort of sultrily slinks into the dim stacks of the empty <laughs> archives and like, mm. okay. <laughs> I'm told people did this in college. Not me, but like I'm told people did this in college. Was that like a thing at your colleges? Yeah. I feel like that's like a tale as old as time. Fucking in the stacks. Right. Yeah. Although I did go to a Catholic university. So. Well, Catholics have sex, Dina. Also, didn't they probably have to use the stacks because y you like the nuns kept you out of the buildings or something? Right. Yeah. But I think <laughs> exactly. people were just really, really worried about being caught because you would get in mm. like legitimate such serious trouble compared to. Yeah. Like other Mr. Schools. Priesty man would be mad. But isn't that the whole point of Catholicism? It's like more fun if you're going to get in trouble. Anyway. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. We start getting frisky. So mm. Hunt has Bryce up against the bookshelf. And honestly, for the first time, I feel she has been asking for like some light Dom vibes. And he has been sort of 
incapable of delivering until now. Mm. And he finally steps the fuck up. He does. Good for our BB Hunt. You know, it's not really him, but he's like providing for his partner. So he's like, do you want to do this right here? Say please. And all this stuff. Mm. He's like, I love you undone at my mercy. And she's... <laughs> Your hunt voice is killing me. Yeah. She's eating it up. She's eating it up. He's She's utterly at my mercy. More like mm. umbra mortisly at my <laughs> mercy. Wow. <laughs> what? Does anybody know what page we're on so that I could like follow along here? Oh, yes. Actually, the real action starts on page 581. Oh, thank God. <laughs> not, not that Will didn't like have that tabbed like. <laughs> I just wanted to let people know because like, okay, this, it gets like real. This is mm, some of the most detailed sex that we get, I think, yeah. in mm-hmm. the book. This makeup sex, we're in multiple positions. He starts by, quote, feasting on her. Yeah, she's up. She's like hands on the bookshelf. Yeah, right? yeah. He's feasting, and I think she thinks like they're gonna fuck, and then like he like surprises her by going down on her instead. Like yeah, fun and very once fun. again praise be representation for our multiple gasm girlies <laughs> because oh, yeah. that sends her over the top, and then they really get down to business after that. We yeah. love that a little starter org, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a little starter org. <laughs> I really do, like, they're kind of in many a position, like, up against the wall, like, kind of on the ground. Little doggy style. Little doggy. Yeah, yeah. I encourage you to dip into the text at your leisure. I love that they both admit that they wanted to fuck on the desk at the gallery. Like, I feel like this is making up for that moment for both of them where they didn't last time. Yeah, although I'm still upset they didn't get to do that. No, me too. Yeah. With like magical books floating in the background or whatnot. And the little, yeah. what was that? The little scary thing in the water looking at them. Oh, we don't like that. <laughs> no, we don't like the. That's not our particular preference. The evil voyeur creature. <laughs> Anyhow, they both climax, but this time they don't teleport. And so it's kind of like, uh, okay, we yeah. thought we'd teleport, but we're just like still kind of near the books and not in the stacks so i but guess probably best that they don't teleport every time like i feel like that right. could start to get a little difficult logistically yeah that's true. yeah you can't always teleport somewhere that has like spare clothes on hand as they did yeah previously right no i love this a fantastic scene an amazing scene mm-hmm. obviously so hot rach you sounded like you were like kind of getting all hot and bothered Let's, into it i don't I feel like you're calling me out right now and you're like, like <laughs> shining a spotlight on me. Like I was no such thing. Okay. I just like approved of it. Okay. 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 Wow. Wow. Kink shaming here don't, from Rage. Yeah. No. You're kink shaming me. <laughs> Falsely. Anyways, we liked it. We won't say more, but we'll just say we liked it. Page five eighty one, that's where it starts. Yeah. So, you, should you ever commit to it. go to the text? Yeah. Five eighty one. It's important to go to the text. Yeah. So then we get another little night and day sequence. It's honestly, it's not that cute in the pantheon of night and day sequences. Wow. Rune fell asleep because he was bored of his roommates talking about football or some ball or whatever. And so he passed the fuck out on the couch. But she's being a distant queen after their most recent Mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. And all professional and tells him that Pippa is planning some revenge, which is like, lol, again, now we're spying on Ophian or something unclear. Right, right. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. But 
the more important thing is they get into a spat about how Rune is spoiled, which he is, TBH. And he has a whole, like, Jean Valjean moment. He's like, who am I? I'm the <laughs> prince of nothing. <laughs> Honestly, he's such a little, like, sad emo boy. Yeah. And Day is like sir have you ever really struggled and he's like my dad was mean to me i mean his dad was abusive yeah no for sure but she says like so what join the fucking club yeah join the fucking club anyway who needs your dad's throne when you are the self-pity king so that wow yeah slay slay i also feel like something about I have no idea why, but something about the way it said, like, Prince of Nothing with, like, the capital N, I'm like, I feel like there's some kind of weird foreshadowing here that we... Ooh, it didn't occur to me. ...know nothing about. Like, something else about, like, his powers or... Yeah. I don't know. I just... I feel like there's something... I thought it was just being dramatic, but that could be the case. Okay. So the next day, Bryce is back in the office, hangs up from talking to her mom... And the Autumn King walks in, and she immediately has a clap back. I kind of wonder if she just has a list going. Oh, yeah, you got to. She must have, like, a notes app list. Yeah, she's like, trash gets dumped in the back. (laughs) But for once, actually, for once, briefly at least, because we'll get to this later, but it's she who will have the tables turned on her. Yeah. Unusual for our girl, Bryce. There are also, I think, a a couple, like, intriguing tidbits here. So that, that continue to make me think maybe he's not totally super evil and wrong and will have have his wee redemption moment or at least his interests will be aligned in some way anyway right he says something about how one reason he set up the cormac marriage the marriage to cormac was because there is like a law or treaty or something wherefore the asteri aren't allowed into avalon without like a warrant or whatever like they need to ask no i think they no they just i think it's the magic they like actually can't get into oh they just can't get into it at all so it's like okay that's like pretty nice and safe so like actually Huh. Makes you think. He also very intriguingly kind of sees the number that was on. Mm-hmm. So I guess Bryce had written down the like sequence of numbers and letters that was on Sophie's arm onto a note card and he sees it and he like recognizes the sequence. <laughs> and he basically is hinting that he's been looking for the same thing. And she's like, what? And he's like, the truth. Dun dun. It's all very mysterious. But again, just like classic, the kids are running around doing this, and there are these various adults who pop in, like, what's her name? Her, Jessica, right? And now, like, the Autumn King, and, like, people who just, like, clearly know shit, but they're not going to, like, say enough to help, but they're just going to be like, yeah, I know some stuff, too. And then it's like, okay, are you going to help at some point? Yeah, in his, like, extremely light defense, like, very light defense, she is basically being... You're full of shit. Like, I don't, you know, like, yeah, she's not exactly going out of her way to try and get the information. Anyway, the main reason he comes is to be a dick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's very gloaty because he drops the bombshell that given her recent usage of the princess title to win favors for Juniper, a meeting with the governor, their little astronomer situation, which like, I don't know that we talked TLDR. Basically, Mark came up with like, if you're a royal, you can commandeer indentured servants like slaves it's very weird bad anyway she used her princess title to try and get the fire sprites and the dragon free yeah and mark is definitely not meeting his hours this year for given all his pro bono work no yeah yes yes in the course of doing that she is basically opted in to being princess in a very formal 
sense in which now she he has legally changed her name, kind of signed all the paperwork. It's real. Okay, so that's fucked, but two thoughts. Number one, Bryce, you're supposed to be the fucking smart one. Did you not know that this was going to happen? Number two, the name thing is, like, kind of infuriating because, like, obviously he, like, didn't ask and he changed her name and, like, she had her mom's name and all of this stuff. But as a girly who has the name of a person she doesn't like as her last name, (laughs) it is also really fun to, like, do things in that name that he would hate so like right mm. look on the bright side you know yeah. what i mean just like tarnish for her that to be surname exactly yeah. tarnish the shit out of that fucking surname you yeah. know wow like there's something really fun and toxic about that that i think bryce could get into yeah lean into it okay and then he disappears into the dimness of the stacks and i'm like hmm what can he smell over there oh god will <laughs> so bryce will go home she gets home and there's like a fancy credit card that says her royal highness or whatever and she thinks it's a leash which it obviously is i i think i would just take it and spend it she puts it in a desk drawer which oh, is I very responsible I'm and i could not all over it <laughs> i would be ordering so many new outfits yeah immediately like at least yeah. if you're gonna have to deal with this shit Order yourself some new clothes. Make yourself feel better. Online shop until, like, your mood gets a little better, you know? Again, looking on the bright side, if your dad is going to sort of change your name without your permission, which fucked up, he at least, she has new new scooter registration, new, I, she didn't have right, to go to the DMV to go to her say, DMV. which is uh, obviously the worst thing, so. That really speaks to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, good point. just there. But she's very taken aback, and she's so taken aback that she organizes a kind of girl date with Hypaxia. Which, by yeah, the she's way, like, mm. I at first was so, I was so confused. I'm like, okay, so you guys, like, aren't friends, and you're just gonna, like, call her up and be like, I just need to have, like, girl talk. But then a I girly. thought about it, and I was like, this is exactly, like, when Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner were first spotted at dinner after the whole Joe Jonas thing. Because you're kind of like, oh... I didn't know they were friends, like, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, sometimes, you know, a queen calls a queen and they go out to Via Carota to have dinner. Couldn't agree more, Dina. Thank you. Yeah, she's just like, uh, poor Bryce, like, doesn't, again, she struggles in the female friendship yeah. department these days. So she's like, who's a woman? <laughs> Girl boss. Um, I talked to Hypaxia once before. Right. It is, it does feel very celebrity, you know, yeah. And they sort of, so they actually talk about that. Oh, first of all, Ethan is tagging along as like secret service boy sitting at the bar. So cute. <laughs> but like not allowed to participate in the conversation, which is kind of <laughs> weird vibe for your friend, I feel yeah. like. But that's fine. They bond over how hard it is to be a princess and a queen and how nobody understands the trials and tribulations. And I thought, including Dina, who was shitting all over the poor mer princess, not no, two or three I episodes read it, ago. And I thought, at the moment, including me, who's like, guys, get the fuck over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, same. I was like, okay, so hard. Hypaxia reveals that the Hind, who is her half-sister, the Hind's dad is some stag shifter in Pangera. And, like, the Hind was taken away when she was three or something because she was showing stag shifter power, not witch mm-hmm. power. So they never really met because that was before, I think, Hypaxia was born. Yes. 
But Hypaxia's TLDR is like, look, the only way to stop your dad from making you princess and taking over your life is to go to the Asteri. But obviously, that's like kind of a huge question mark, given their ongoing, very open rebellion against right. said Asteri. Yeah. <laughs> we also <laughs> learned that Pax knows about Second Light. Yeah. She also is really upset about the whole situation. This is where I continue to have very little pity. And I'm like, okay, you die. Sorry. <laughs> whatever your your opinion is noted will yeah we got it well people die get over it okay (laughs) it also seems like she maybe did something to her mom's spirit yes she did something so that her mom's spirit would not go be fed to the gates but it meant that they can no longer talk to her it seems like the coven maybe knows and that's one of the reasons they're weirded out by her too i think that's right So they're at the bar, and they're really getting along. So they're like, let's go on a walk. So they're going on a walk. Cute little girl walk. Bonding is rudely interrupted, however, by assassin demons. Oh, no. Which show up. And like, really? Like, nostalgia for first it's book. It's nostalgia. I'm like, oh, I thought we were kind of over it. Cute little demons. Great. I enjoyed being able to just walk through Lunathian without fear of assault by demon. But they're back. Also, by the way... What the fuck is Bryce doing walking around the city without a single fucking weapon? Hmm. The boys light into her for that later. They're like, what are you yeah, up to? Yeah, as they should. So yeah, these like demons show up. They literally rip out and then swallow Ethan's throat. Ooh. But like, don't worry. He comes back within the chapter. Like he gets killed within the <laughs> chapter. So like, fair not. I didn't realize they swallowed it. That's a real gory detail. Yeah, it's kind of grim. I think the important thing is we learn that Bryce can sort of combo move, it seems, with anyone because mm-hmm. Hypaxia channels a bunch of healing power into her and that mm. lets Bryce teleport around, which is how she kind of how she and Hypaxia kind of kill the two demons. Yeah, she teleports to where Ethan is laying throatless, gets his gun, shoots one of them, then kind of like lures the demon back to uh, the other demon back to where Hypaxia is. And she's like gotten on her little brooch boom brooch broom yeah brooch broom broom. and she at least has a fucking dagger and so she like swoops down on her broom and murders the other demon yeah wow so precisely the ladies dispatch with the demons after girl talk yeah totally they dispatch the demons i feel like hunt is not smart enough to pick up on this when she's telling him after but he should be a little torn up that apparently anyone can kind of juice Bryce up to use her power. Because I think Mm -hmm. earlier there was this whole, oh, maybe like you and Hunt are so together and so perfect for each other that like he's the missing key that unlocks your power. But it turns out fucking anyone can do it, maybe. Wow. And I guess he does not share Rachie's tendency toward jealousy. But I don't know. It It feels pretty intimate to me to be sharing power. Wow, you wish. You fucking wish. <laughs> yeah. Hunt isn't Bryce's mate. It's actually Hypaxia. <laughs> yeah. Big plot twist there. As per usual, law enforcement shows up far too late. It's like pretty unhelpful. Right. Because like they do nothing. Hypaxia heals Ethan. Like- yeah. They're just like, they're, they're, you know, they're putting up the little tape. 
They're like, Isaiah's <laughs> like, huh, really? what's happening? But it's fine, I guess. This is when we learned the dragon bales because right. the dragon was supposed to be watching. And, and everyone except for Hypaxia is upset. And obviously I agree with Hypaxia. Because Hypaxia yeah. is like, I don't know, like they were imprisoned and they saw an opportunity to get free. Is that right, like right. so bad? Uh, woke queen. Flynn is all on his. <laughs> Flynn's like, well, we like helped her, and, and she couldn't help us. Like that's so fucked up. It's like, okay, get over it, bub. At one point, Bryce makes a sex joke, rehunt, and then he quote flicks her nose. In so front of cute. People. I'm proud. okay. I hate it. Interesting. Okay. You think okay. it's wow to have your nose flicked in front of a group of other people, mm. like a public nose flicking. Yeah, what? It's, it's not. Like, it's like her friends. Yeah, he's just no. giving a little, giving her a little bop on the nose. No, 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 no. <laughs> Noted. I won't flick your nose in public, Will, but in private, you better watch out. I don't know. I feel like that's better than her being like, "We got lucky tonight, and I plan to get lucky again." Like, I feel like that's worse than a little nose. Like a nose flick can be cute. She's egregious too. I mean, honestly, yeah, she's they're, egregious. I feel like we should talk about this because they now have just been together too long, and I think at this point have had enough sex that they can stop. You know, they're a classic new couple. I know. It's like we get it. All you're about fucking... the PDA, right? Talking yeah. all like making all these little things, and we're like, all right, you're talking about it a lot. You're talking about it a lot. Yeah. And must it be so? No one else is talking about their sex, you know? Right. People having sex, they're not talking about it. Anyway. (laughs) Wow. Pax heals Ethan, but it's cute because all the frat boys stop by because they want to. Oh, and he gets so kind of like cute emo about it. He's like, wait, what? Like they came by to see me? Yeah. And he's like, wait, why do you want me? He just like can't process. He can't process like emotions or being having friends. And they're like, well, we like you. So come home. It's cute. I know, but I do like that they're still boys, so, like, they can't really say that. They have to be like, oh, like, we just, like, want good sunball tickets, and then, like, yeah, they all laugh, yeah, but it's like, have to, no, like, you guys, like, it. are being little cute bros. You guys want your pup. Yeah. And does it, like, Therian pop by, too, to check okay, out Okay, well, so, yes. Then Therian, Therian pops by Hypaxia's little presidential suite at the Witch mm-hmm. Embassy, which is obviously cozy as fuck and again oh for sure for uh, this thing that could be removed from rune's house yeah right complete again, opposite a lot of naked little cathona bbs mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. and there's like a little crystal altar a scrymere they have okay a fireplace built into the wall which am i you know it's like it's just <laughs> built into the wall you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't protrude it's out like, it like well it's I mean, like, yeah, most of them kind of, like, are built into a wall. I mean, But this is what sometimes. I'm trying to say. It's not like that. And I don't it's, think. like, flush with the wall? Yes. Thank you. Okay. It's, like, flush with the wall and, like, carved out from there, you oh, know? Oh, cool, 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 cool. I think. It's sort of medieval vibes. And it has all these little iron poles so she could put her cauldrons on them and bubble oh. the potions. Oh, my God. So fun. It's so lovely. Oh, my God. And it turns out, I think we don't really know this. We, like, sort of mused about it, maybe at the summit. But it turns out they're BFFs. They're in Hypaxia. Like, complete platonic BFFs. Although, by the way, when you're first reading this, like, I feel like it's meant to be a bit of a red herring. You know what I mean? Like, are they flirting? Like, is he the one that she's in love with? Like, it's definitely, when you're first reading it, giving those vibes. And I just want to be clear that I did not fall for it. Did you know at this point? No, I had no idea. 
Okay. That that our girl Pax was gay? No, I had no idea. Wow. We importantly learn that the tally marks Oh that the tally marks were being made at the summit that he was making at the summit. That we could wow. not figure out for like ten minutes in like episode was, something. I of... will admit completely wrong. It was not about how many times she'd had sex with someone. With... <laughs> no, right. <laughs> it was about how many times Rune was gawking at her because she was so like impressive in the meeting. Oh, that's actually really sweet. They mostly just catch up and it's kind of cute. I don't know that we learn a whole lot new. It's like the coven is sketchy, whatever. Mm-hmm. We do learn that before coming over, before she texted him to come over, Therian was having a drink with an entire pride of lioness shifters uh, at a wine bar. Oh, good to know he's making use of his time above. Yeah, his time above. A whole pride of lionesses. Incredible. At a wine bar. That's just I mean, incredible. dream Friday night. Right. Okay. That's actually a good. That's a good reminder because I don't think we covered this yet. So Therian goes from Hypaxia's to Runes to ask for a place to stay again. Oh, yield hotel, yield in yeah. rat house edition because he has decided to start like trying to break away a little bit from the River Queen question mark. Basically, Hunt told him about Emil not having powers. Yeah, and then Emil was safe. And Therian was like, fuck, I'm going to have to tell the River Queen. She's going to get mad at me. It's be a whole fucking thing. And then they were talking and they were like, well, like, what if you just didn't tell her? And you just pretended to keep looking and you could just hang out on the surface where you want to be. Yeah. It's very much not an actual solution to the problem, but he's so sort of despondent about his current life that he's thrilled to have a couple weeks up top for the most part. Sweet Therian. Good. Draw it out. Why not? Hang out with those shifters. Enjoy your freedom while you have it. Now we get to, I think, the main, one of the main happenings of this part of the book, which is the little mating party. The little (gasps) mating party. Yes, the little giant masked ball. Yes, the masked ball for the (laughs) archangels. So in the prelude to said party, Rune and Day meet again on a mine bridge. She apologizes, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. He accepts because she's he's obviously in love with her already. They do at one point talk about the meaning of leadership, which is boring. But then so they get boring. in boring. <laughs> they get into their cute little heads that you know would be like a really great idea. Like a really great idea would be to go to this high profile event together and meet up in person. But like at this high profile event, where there'll be lots of hysteria security, where you know mm-hmm. the hind who maybe saw All one of, of you. Are. Like, commit treason will be there. But, like, yes, let's bring maybe the foremost spy of the rebellion just because, like, Perun, quote, I want to smell your scent, see you, even for a moment. Oh. <laughs> so they do that. They plot. They're like, he's All crushing right. hard. He's crushing hard. He is not like, seeing any logic whatsoever. I she know is she too. is too. Like, what was her plan could not have been to actually say anything to him i don't know right so they say they'll have the code words they'll use are just their their code name so it'll be like day and night and they'll meet at the fountain at midnight and they're also wow. like well it's a mass ball so like we'll be safe like no one will yeah like no one will know <laughs> <laughs> i mean sure cinderella story it's hillary duff it's chad michael murray we're here we're ready 
Oh my gosh. Thank you for bringing up Hillary and Chad. That's yeah, exactly what it that, is. Obviously, I was thinking about that the whole time. It's like, if you're going to have a masked ball, I'm going to think about a Cinderella story. I don't know to what you refer, but that's fine. A Cinderella story? Will, we need to complete your education here. This it's is, different than just Cinderella. It's a solid, like, classic early 2000s rom-com. All right. So Bryce and Hunt are getting ready for the party. You know, whole vibe, getting ready for the wedding, whatever. Of course, Hunt is like doing the classic thing where he is in a tux and clearly looks so hot. And he's like huffing and puffing like, I can't I hate it. Where's my battle I hate it. Yeah. He's in a white tux. He's feeling strangled. Like, grow up, bud. You look hot. Yeah. He has a golden mask, patent leather shoes. He's looking good. Yeah. Wait, you're on mute, I think. Okay, I was just getting really mad at you because I was like, stop talking over me. <laughs> I was, Excuse me. I Because I just wanted to be clear. I mean, does he have a white jacket on? It's not a, His pants aren't white, right? Because that would be alarming. He has I, a white, white tux jacket. I assume surely. so, right? Okay, okay thank you. Because... Yeah, because otherwise, <laughs> like first communion, like yeah. Let's okay. Hold on, white. Th- there's a white bow tie. I think just yeah. the bow tie is white. I think he's in a tux. It's hot. I'm gonna fill in my own. Yeah. Okay, he's hot. Did Digit. did you have anything to contribute? Did I talk over? You? Or I mean, you were muted. I didn't talk over you. Well, you did. <laughs> I mean, I was muted, but like, how dare you? No, that's like I think mostly what I had to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. We learn that Daddy Autumn King has become quite demanding on Bryce's physical appearance vis-a-vis her becoming official fate princess. Mm-hmm. Instructs her to wear heels of a specific height, certain kinds of jewelry, clothes, even the length of her nails. Tells her how to exit a car. Tells her, obviously very problematically, that she's not allowed to eat in public. It's not giving, like, the wokest monarchy no. in the world. I mean... No. That's just kind of how it goes. We all watch the Meghan Markle documentary, you know what I mean? Wow. Right. Wow. That's so true. Bryce had been so upset reading the rules that she got that Hunt had to go down on her, basically. <laughs> that was weird. They'd already they'd already fucked in the shower. I'm like, guys, like stop moments talking ago. about how much you're fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, we get it. We get it. We get it. They'd already sort of gotten theirs mere moments ago and then she read it and hunt was like all right i guess i fucking gotta do this like (laughs) she's freaking the fuck out wow but okay here's my hot take it must be said credit where it's due when she steps out of her room dressed according to the autumn king's orders she looks fucking hot Mm -hmm. she looks so fucking hot gorge hunt's considerable length gets you know considerable even more considerable she's wearing a sparkling black dress that hugs her luscious curves and it has a long train of solid night a plunging neckline obviously gotta find a star right that like perfectly frames her star and she has black gloves up to her elbows have either of you ever had occasion to wear like a fancy glove situation no not like unironically and i would fucking love an opportunity to do that one day but you've worn it ironically like maybe like a costume or something you know what i mean okay okay yeah no it seems so cool yeah maybe we'll have a ball on the cruise Ooh. yeah so yeah 
Uh, they're both looking hot. They get to the venue. Security is on high alert given, you know, rebellion. Everyone, <laughs> when they come in, they have to make, like, obeisance to the archangels. You got to mm-hmm. go and, like, say hi. Thank Curtsy you. Curtsy. And- yeah. yeah. Rune. Okay. So, like, we got a lot of our characters are here. Although not all of them. Rune is here escorting Hypaxia. Mm-hmm. Flynn bailed. Flynn just didn't come because his parents are trying to set it up in a marriage and he's whatever, 80-year-old bachelor and loving it (laughs) and not trying to get tied down. Deck, presumably not invited because he's not, he's not like Faye nobility. Mm. He's just kind of working man Faye. Just Deck dude. And I don't think Ethan's here either. Therian is here escorting the River Queen's daughter. We'll get back to that in a Mm -hmm. moment. I do just want to note... That she arrived on shore in a gray boat pulled by swans. Which is fucking... Oh, wow. Just lovely. Oh, gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. So River cute. Queen has style. I'm sorry, but it must be said. Like, I also love, like, picturing, like, wee swans, like, trying to pull a boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, Will, just so you don't have to issue a notes up apology, Ethan is there because he oh, is, God. like, guarding Pax. Okay. Sorry, Ethan's there. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Ethan's But he there. has a little wolf mask. I think it's cute. <laughs> oh, does he? That's cute. I miss that. Yeah. Conveniently, Mordok, bad wolf, not there. Conveniently, they have not run into the one person who can smell their sense right. who the could, entire like, I'd time. Conclusively. No, sorry. The second person who could conclusively identify <laughs> right. them as rebels. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. So that's convenient. Bryce walks in like arm-in-arm with Cormac as her purported fiancé, while Hunt walks right behind them. So he's like a hot kind of third wheel. It's all very strange. Daddy Autumn King comes over, expecting them to, like, say hi, and Cormac tries to go, but she pulls him away, and they make a beeline for the Archangels. She cuts everybody else in line. Yeah. And she goes just right to the Archangels, and they do their little congratulations, like, so happy for you, whatever, whatever. And then she drops. Like, I think Celestina says something like, I hope you're happy, whatever, whatever. I hope you find happiness, something, something. And Bryce just says, Prince Hunt and I plan to be quite happy. And the oh, room is like, gasp. gasp. Ripples over the Silent. room. Silent. Oh. Yeah. Our queen bringing the drama, bringing the yeah, tea. She's announcing that they're mates, basically, in front mm-hmm. of everybody. And in a setting such that unless he wants to cause a scene, Daddy Autumn King kind of has to, like, play along with. Mm-hmm. And then Celestina basically gives them her blessing, which makes it, I don't know, official or legal or some shit. Anyway, it all makes a lot of sense because part of me had been like, why is Bryce following the Autumn King's orders? Like, that's so not Bryce to be wearing all the shit he told you to wear. Right. That's, like, so weird. But it's because she was a scheming. Yeah, she was scheming. She was basically setting up this little trap to kind of get out from under his thumb. Cormac's annoyed, but, like, whatever, bro. Like, you just got here. You can't be, like, a part of the inner circle. I mean, again, she could have, like, filled him in, but whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Then there's, like, a kind of, like, anxiety-ridden moment. And when it looks like they might have played themselves because the... Asteri zoom in to the party to say hi to Celestina and Ephraim. And then they're like, hey, Hunt and Bryce, like, we hear there are more congratulations in order. Please step out to the front. And it's like, uh oh, are we getting singled out? And they kind of are. They don't say, like, our our boy Rigolus doesn't say anything. 
weird per se, but he smiled, quote, as if he knew everything she'd done these weeks, every rebel Beep. activity, every mutinous thought. And it's like, okay, yeah, I guess he did know all those things, so. Also so embarrassing that they have to be like, hail the Asteri. Like, how do you say that without laughing? You know what I, I know. mean? Like, yeah. there's just like these guys like zoom in and you have to be like, all hail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would struggle with that. Anywho, it's mostly fine, and they go back to dancing. Hypaxia is distracted while dancing with Rune, and decides that now is the time she needs to go meet her sister for the first time ever, the Hind. <laughs> so Rune agrees to accompany her, because she needs some support and courage. But then he sort of quickly abandons her, because it's getting near midnight, and he needs to go to the fountain or whatever, but it was sort of not... It was shades of Hunt telling Celestina he would be there for her and then just mm. sort of dipping immediately. And it's just like, you can't trust these men, basically, yeah. is what it's about. Anyway, the convo with the hind seems to be fine. Like, the hind isn't the warmest, but nothing bad really happens. Rune makes a beeline for the fountain. He gets there and, whoops, the only person there is the harpy. Mm. Oops. And she's in her, like, matte black outfit. And he's in his head like, uh, like, this can't be right. But, like, maybe it's right. And so he says, day, question mark. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're making no sense, you weirdo. So... And he's like, uh, yeah, no, so okay. So <laughs> Like, starts, like, walking away. And he's thinking to himself, gee, I hope she's not, like, actively looking for spies because that was a little bit suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he should have at least like brought some mirth root out there or something and acted like yeah. he was just you know on yeah. like, a smoke break or something he need, he needs to do better about getting a little cover for himself yeah this is when he realizes maybe the plan to meet the most important spy in the whole rebellion at this party was like a <laughs> bad idea because as he's walking away he sees the hind and he's like oh shit she followed me because oh, obviously shit. she doesn't know he does not know. Right. He is not putting two and two together. But again, there's no way the hind was ever going to admit who she was to him in this moment. Yeah, but she's love-struck as well. Yeah. Yeah, true. We, do, we just don't know. We just don't know. And I obviously don't actually remember how they figure it out, so it's fine. Okay, here we go. Ending, great ending to this episode. Cloakroom. Uh, Cloakroom extraordinaire. Oh, oh. Thank goodness. Oh. Glistening nipple gate. Yeah. So an amazing scene. As you know, Hunt and Bryce are in their kind of like public kink era. Mm -hmm. So they are dancing for a little bit and they're like, we need to find somewhere to fuck. Right. So they wander past some smirking angel guards who are like, wow, <laughs> like we're working, but they're going to go fuck to get down and dirty in a cloakroom. The cloakroom they have found is locked. And Hunt is all macho, macho, macho. I'm going to kick the door down. So he kicks Watch the door down. Learn, sweetheart. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> kicks the door down or whatever. Immediately goes in. Starts, like, sweeping her up and, like, putting one leg up. And then, oop. What do they oop. find? Oh. <laughs> but a kind of must up Celestina. Her dress tugged down over one boob. Gleaming? Somebody had been licking it? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's always funny to me. Like, this always has cracked me up because, like, how much saliva is on there? <laughs> no, it's yeah. like, like a, let's not. Let's not get into it. Let's never, I guess it had ever, to have been, like, mere instance before, you know, if it's still yeah, shaking. Yeah, like, 
Hopefully not. I, I just don't think you have a sheen. Yeah. No. Again, I'd rather not do too much of a close read here. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, this is all you're getting. Lesbian sex scene. The only. No, I just mean the gleaming. Like I just this amount of saliva. Like we don't need to like get into the amount of saliva. You know, we don't need to ruin the moment. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. So all of a sudden we're not gonna. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Let us just enjoy it. We can critique the velvety nature of. (laughs) Yeah. Firm, considerable lengths, but. This is beyond the pale. This is yeah, beyond the I pale. Think, I think Celestina and Pax are beyond the pale. Thank you very much. Well, wow, you spoiled it. You spoiled my big oh, reveal. Sorry. <laughs> because I was going to say, standing between Celestina and the door, or maybe kneeling, is Hypaxia. Hey! Woo! Wow. Who's also, like, must up. Like, looking like she wow. was in the midst Close of it. Clothes askew, lips swollen. Hell yeah. Yeah, what is that? Like... Why do your lips get swollen? And anyway. from like biting? Ugh, yeah. No, I think it's just like it's a thing in these like this is a thing in SJM's books yeah. like from like kissing you like lips get swollen which I don't think is like necessarily like yeah true to right. life but maybe get in touch about <laughs> yeah, it please correct us. <laughs> Bryce has to. Oh, I'm glad you're saying this. Well, thank God you're step in this. front of Hunt because he just is like a raging boner <laughs> and like. I'm like, okay, you kind of found them in a pretty compromised situation. I think it's okay if they see Hunt's boner, but she steps in front of them so that they don't have to do that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Celestina and Hunt are sort of powering up, like, in a defensive, like, uh, like we'll take each other out if we need to, to, like, whatever. I guess mostly Celestina is feeling very defensive because if this got out, it would be whatever, huge issue, Mm -hmm. huge drama. But basically, Bryce does some girl talk and talks them down. And is like, we're all girls. Like, we're all like, you know, we hate men. Like, we'll be fine together. Like, the hysteria press us. We'll give you our word that we won't tell anyone. And I'm like, well, that means fuck all. Because we all know what these people are like, re-keeping secrets. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, Bryce and Hypaxia had their little demon moment. Like, they're, you know. And Celestina also is sort of like... You know, for Lauren Queen, she's like, she tells Hunt, love is a trap, like, beware. And I was like, wow, I love that vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, preach, girl, preach. Okay, wait, there's one little thing I wanted to raise. Bryce is talking to Celestina. Mm -hmm. And obviously Hunt is getting all hot and bothered because he loves when she's, like, sassy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it goes... And I think this is from Hunt's perspective. Power to power, female to female, governor to dot, dot, dot. Princess wasn't the right word for the expression that came across Bryce's face, the shift of her posture. Another <laughs> word formed on his tongue, but Hunt didn't let it take root, didn't let himself think of all the deadly implications that the other word would entail. Ooh. Ooh. What is it? High Lord Bryce? Oh, wait, queen. High lady? I mean, yeah, queen, probably queen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. High Lord Bryce. <laughs> queen. Queen. Wow. Anyway. Foreshadow. Yeah. We love it. It's wow. funny because I feel like this is a common whatever. I'm like, I don't know. I don't really see that. Is there that big a difference between a princess and a queen? It all seems the fucking same to me. But yeah, I think so. I mean, one's, you know, in charge. Yeah, one's actually leading. The other one's living in a frat house. Yeah, true. 
But anyway, I guess they aren't swingers because they like have their little, they make their little truce and then. Yeah, they make their truce. Yeah. And neither gets to do their thing because Pax and Bryce walk off together. I think to wow. sort of throw off any sense. Okay, so we end with fuckboy extraordinaire Therian, who, again, this is not his most, this is not the best look for him. No. He is really no. sick of chaperoning River Queen daughter, and we get it for all the reasons we've discussed. And she's sort of agog at all the wonder of the upside world, and instead of being charmed by it, he's over it. He's just really over it. And he decides, quote, I'm not going to string her along any further. Like, I've done it for too long. But his way of doing that is he tells her, here, dance with the guard. I'll be right back. And then he just dips. He just, like, goes to the bar, finds a little leopard shifter to get a drink with. But, like, like, you're actually stringing her along more if you just ghost her after 10 years right? what are you doing he thinks he's being so noble <laughs> and it's like dude no it's also like just wait and do that tomorrow night like you're getting all this time above like you have to babysit one night it's fine yeah like so he's just being a little dummy he's going at wall. he's had enough yeah he's really over it and i'm sure everything will work out perfectly for him and he won't face any retribution whatsoever Right. Yeah, from his, like, notably vindictive River Queen <laughs> boss. Precisely. Okay, well, that's that. Bye. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Don't be so abrupt. Dean and I have a housewarming party we're throwing tonight that is Christian oh, goth girl go fall themed, and I yeah, need to get like a really heavy to nap. nap. Yeah, heavy nap. Yeah. No, that's true. Okay, well... Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. Thank you for rating, reviewing. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at FayWatchPod. If you follow us on TikTok, we're going to start doing lives. We need to get to 1,000 followers. So be the change. Yeah, Rachel is dying to read Iron Flame on live TikTok. So Exactly. So make it happen. Yeah. We would appreciate it. The moment is nigh. And we'll catch you next week. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.